0: (laughs) and hello and welcome everyone to another installment of the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. as always i am your host joel and joining me is my partner in comic book crime it's matt everybody
1: hi everyone we're not deep fried this time
0: no no again you see that's that's a joke you'll get only if you're here on sunday nights at uh, 10 p.m eastern standard time (laughs) the the show (laughs) though there was admittedly much debate before we started is it actually 10 p.m eastern standard time is canada for the first time ever or ontario at least where i am is doing the whole no we're not doing daylight savings time this year but no one can seem to agree and none of my technology can agree either this
1: will be the thing that schisms canada into the civil war
0: absolutely look you're either pro-time or (laughs) anti-time which side are you on asshole (laughs) i mean look i can't think of anything more canadian to be like look if we don't know what time is it eh how can we be polite about it (laughs) i will die on this fucking hill i promise eh
1: you know america had you know the confederates and Mm. and everything and you've got people who just like daylight savings yep that's that's how evil they get in canada (laughs)
0: the most polite reason to go to (laughs) war and turn brother against brother (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh so how's your week been matt
1: not too bad not too bad um i i was surprised at like how few comics we got this week so it gave me a chance to actually go back and catch up on a few series that i've been meaning to but with future state hasn't hasn't allowed me to but yeah i'm almost
0: there yeah, the letter load has definitely been nice for me too—a nice welcome change. But ugh, you know, beyond that, it was a total wash. I feel like I didn't get anything done this week. I didn't <laughs> watch any of the shows. I didn't do any of the other stuff I was supposed to do. Just uh, it, it was on Tuesday. It all went to hell. Monday was good. Monday, I watched that uh, new Disney Dragon movie. There, uh, Ray and the Last Dragon that we talked about. It's
1: pretty good, isn't it?
0: It is. Do I like Aquafina now? I think I like Aquafina now. <laughs> she wasn't everybody. annoying no all it took was for her to be a dragon and now i think she's great and again i'm like oh when do i get to see her again oh in the shang chi movie nice yeah that's good i i, I fully await that yeah yeah, uh, what uh, what about you beyond just videos and anything do anything interesting, check out anything new?
1: Um, no, I I did manage to watch like like Superman Lois and the Flash and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, Flash Flash um this episode, this week's episode was definitely meant to be last season's season finale. Uh, and you could right. you could tell by like how things were progressing and everything. And but it was a lot better than the first episode. There was just one really cringe part with like a like a reporter that was very they it, when you watch the episode you'll know what i'm talking about okay i'll be sure
0: to keep an eye out for that that uh <gasps> yeah beyond that i'm not doing much at all as the chat is saying yeah time is just a construct yeah absolutely yeah, every day is a construct now everything just kind of bleeds into the next it's counting
1: down the days until everyone's uh, vaccinated and allowed to go uh. breathe on each other
0: Tell me about it one day. Actually, uh, in my area, they were vaccinating people 60 and over. They sent, like, certain cases of vaccine to, like, local family doctors. So if you were lucky in 60-plus, you would get a call. There was a lot of hubbub and buzz in my building because, like, I'm the youngest person here by, like, four decades, and, like, a lady (laughs) next door to me got the the magic call, got the magic number. To come and get vaccinated, and in my mind I'm like, oh, that's great for her, you know, we can finally heal. But in the front of my mind, I'm like, you lucky bitch, you're gonna be partying and having a great time, aren't you? Yeah, she's gonna
1: be throwing all these parties and everything, and you can't go because you're not vaccinated.
0: Yeah. Just, just big, big old people ragers now and everything. It's gonna be that scene from The Simpsons with the curfew. Yeah, we took back <laughs> the night. Take that, old young people. You can't come out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I've been at. Oh, awesome. That's what I've been doing. I guess with uh, that, we can uh, hop over into the news this week, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, and there was only a little bit.
0: Yeah, but before that, everyone, we got to pay the bills this week. As always, we want to send a big, hearty thank you to the folks at Wild Bill Craft Soda Company. Matt has actually put the ad uh, there, the little promo code and everything right there within uh the stream itself which i really appreciate if you use the promo code cape joel you'll get 10 percent off on your first order of delicious wild west themed craft soda that can remind you of better days of outdoor music festivals and comic cons and free refills and everything yeah now what i should do that old lady next door i should give her this code and be like hey i know you're going to be throwing your old people rager parties that's gonna make the stuff <laughs> caligula was up to look like a goddamn church brunch but you know when you do be sure to cut everything with wild bill craft soda <laughs> yeah because i uh, i get a tiny tiny cut of that oh uh, yeah which is better than most of the things we've advertised on the show <laughs> the ball razor people never wrote me back we'll uh we'll oh, see really if that can continue in the future yeah <laughs> i mean hey i i got my free shit it's fine <laughs> i I guess the numbers are in and our audience cares more about delicious wild west themed craft soda than they do a nice clean uh i mean
1: mean, can't blame them
0: hmm goes hand in hand i mean you know i I like to do it both at the same time i like to crack a cold one and then just go to town shave a lightning bolt a smiley face (laughs) this this is what lockdown has done to me people this is the only way i find joy anymore drinking (laughs) delicious craft soda and shaving my balls it's the only thing the only thing (laughs) uh and with that everyone i guess we can hop over into the news this week there wasn't a lot but there was some interesting stories
1: there was yeah
0: hey so remember brian michael bendis's story leviathan that the entire series was basically a prelude yeah and how fucking annoying that was and how they already announced the sequel before the original is done and the original basically went nowhere
1: Mm -hmm. well it's leading into this sequel that's a thing
0: yeah then we had the sequel that i think got postponed because of corona or just general pushbacks and like it never got to finish
1: yeah well i think it was a combination of that and they were trying to roll out uh generations and whatnot
0: right so it kind of got lost in the shuffle but hey don't worry because freaking leviathan lives again apparently as checkmate and uh thank you uh r carter in the chat thank you yeah freaking uh what is it it's back as checkmate and on one hand i should be super stoked because i love checkmate as a concept and i was always a little sad when they got sidelined in the new 52 for Mm -hmm. argus Mm -hmm. but now it's like hey they're back oh but bendis is writing them oh
1: i'm fine with him writing them because he excels at writing characters uh like street level characters and uh these type of characters investigative characters
0: He does love his spies but i would be maybe more in love with this if i liked leviathan i'm just like christ i hope his checkmate series just isn't everyone sitting around talking about the same mystery that none of them can solve
1: well as well i think it's it's probably gonna tie back into that um uh that manhunter book that was meant to happen maybe they they've consoled that into this as well
0: certainly seems that way i mean yeah the team it's got green arrow on it it's got a bunch of different people on it
1: yeah you only care about green arrow
0: naturally that's the thing i'm like god damn it don't tie green arrow to leviathan don't make me maybe think i have to pick this up
1: don't worry green arrow is tied to justice league now as well
0: he is clearly bendis is a fan because he put him in this and he's putting him in his justice League. and he was
1: in that batman universe book which was brilliant
0: that's right he was too holy shit yeah he was fun in that yep bendis fan confirmed <laughs> Is Green Arrow going to get his own solo book anytime soon or is he just going to live eternally? Uh, Maybe
1: we'll talk about that a little bit later.
0: We will talk about that later. You're absolutely right. Uh, Now, our next story actually speaks to something quite current that's going on right now and something that I'll fully admit I don't understand. And even after looking into it, I understood it less.
1: Oh, I don't understand it at all either
0: okay we're on the same page then so basically darwin cook's widow uh asked dc comics this week to not let her husband's artwork which you know is famous famous artwork to be used for nft crypto artwork so basically machines make artwork now that's like really a high definition and a high res and people are buying and trading that now
1: yeah from what i understand it's basically if bitcoin were like trading cards
0: yeah which more or that less. just which that just hurts my fucking brain yeah
1: how do we make the comic multiverse an nft <laughs> yeah
0: exactly how do we how, how do we make this you know blockchain compliant how do we start trading sick crypto bro how do we start making <laughs> money off this <laughs> hey, hey google take me to crypto google how to crypto
1: everyone keeps saying they're very shitty for the environment like can can someone explain that to me because it's it's all digital how
0: is how is this like
1: cutting trees down and whatnot it
0: takes a ridiculous amount of power
1: okay apparently okay
0: that's why you always hear about people crypto farming where it's like oh yeah they destroyed a computer because they overclocked it and burnt it out because you know because it was using so much power apparently it takes like a ridiculous amount of power just to make a bitcoin and again i don't fully understand that either but all right
1: yeah yeah okay
0: i will fully admit i'm in the weeds on this one but uh this does pertain to artwork and creators rights and everything else so i guess is it like is dc in this business this nft business now because this sounds like something kind of underground and something almost a little shady doesn't it i (laughs) think
1: i it sounds like they or they're trying to i think it was like a um uh, what is it, a knee-jerk reaction because they saw how well it was doing and they think, oh, well, we yeah. can get into that. We own all this art, even though they technically don't own yeah, the art
0: very nebulous yeah i'll admit i may sound stupid in this one and i'll freely admit it but this is one of those things where it's like okay this relates to art and creators rights and everything so i guess i will have to talk about it at some point even though i know this will never affect me in my life and i sure as shit ain't going out to get any of these no not at all but there you go if you're interested uh maybe be careful because maybe by getting you know a printer or a piece of art that you like you're may actually you know stealing from a widow so there you go
1: (laughs) yeah hopefully they'll they they'll stop it like they i think it was them oh no that was marvel who was making like um comics about like uh military remember we did we talked about that they were doing like like military contractors they were doing stuff yeah maybe it'll 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 cause so much uproar like that that they'll just not do it
0: (laughs) Yeah, the people will just be like, hey, straight up, don't do it. Yes, that's right. They were doing, what is it, uh, a whole, like, comic miniseries thing, yeah. like an ad for what was essentially uh yeah, freaking uh, arms manufacturer. They're like, oh, well, they make planes. They make, like, yeah, planes that kill people. Yeah yeah well that was a while ago now that's funny because i'm sure you've seen the discourse brought up before where people you know very unfairly when talking about the marvel cinematic universe they're like oh those movies support the military industrial complex and i'm like uh no more or less than any other blockbuster have you seen a movie with a tank and a jeep in it guess what they got signed off on by the pentagon that's what
1: people don't seem to realize a lot of these movies like have actual military like Mm. uh was it consultants yeah liaisons and everything
0: yeah here's the thing you want a jeep you want a tank you want like uniforms for your actors and everything so you don't have to like go out of pocket to freaking get them you know made and tailored guess what uncle sam had his finger in that pot. <laughs> yeah so there's 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 our two cents on that everyone in case you wondered is it bad no more or less than any other blockbuster yeah now moving on from there to another story that I was quite happy about, and again, something we alluded to previously Green Arrow is getting a big 80th anniversary special. Yeah,
1: and I bet you're very happy about that.
0: I am, because I haven't been able to buy a single standalone <laughs> Green Arrow book for a long time. Obviously, this is going to have a ton of creators uh, involved throughout the character's history, including Phil Hester, who drew that mm-hmm. new Superman book mm-hmm. this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a big uh, Green Arrow uh, artist. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not only does he get to draw in this, but apparently for the first time ever, DC's actually letting him write, too. Oh, awesome. That is nice. I, I'm sure they've got Denny O'Neill involved in this, because how could they not get Denny O'Neill involved in this?
1: Yeah, I'm sure Kevin Smith is involved somewhere.
0: He was involved in the Batman one, and I thought he actually wrote a pretty goddamn yeah. good Batman story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to get him involved in that. Uh, It would be cool to see Jeff Lemire come back, actually. Mm, yeah. I would love just another chapter in his universe because it feels like uh, he really reinvented the wheel on that one and then we never got to keep going with it
1: yeah do you think that because now that all these all these dc books so far have been kind of quite connected do you think this one will be as well and we'll get like a continuation of uh like red Arrow's story and what what roy's up to
0: I mean, it would definitely be a good place to do it as he doesn't have a book right now, Mm -hmm. but I mean, most of these 80th anniversaries haven't done much, though admittedly we did get Punchline's origin in that Joker 80th, so. Yeah, yeah. Usually these 80th anniversaries are just like playgrounds, except for like maybe one story where they're like, no, read this if you want to know more, but Green Arrow doesn't have a book right now, so. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I I hope we get lots of references to all of the costumes he's had over the years. I hope we get the Seven Soldiers of Victory one. I hope we get the one with the hood. I hope we get the little hat.
1: I'm sure we will.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's he's had so many fun costumes over the years. Yeah. Also, hey, maybe his son, fucking Connor hawk can show up.
1: Yeah, he hasn't been in much lately. No,
0: Benjamin Percy teased that he would be coming in in his series right before he got kicked off, and then we never (laughs) saw him again. (laughs) We saw him in the shadows and be like oh maybe we'll see him soon maybe not though <laughs> i always liked uh connor as a character he I was all right a, yeah i always thought it would be a good fit for any of these teams even just to you know for like some uh what is it uh biracial characters we don't get a lot of characters who are biracial so i mm-hmm. thought that was interesting mm-hmm. so there you go oh imiko is confirmed to be in this one uh, i'm pretty sure
1: everyone a- on the cover is going to be in the book
0: but will their stories be canon then like yeah i could see if judd Winnett came back and oh yeah fucking, i really hope judd Winnett comes back of course he's gonna want to write something about mia because he did so much with mm-hmm. that character same with connor etc cetera, etc cetera. but will it be canon i don't know oh and ben percy is returning too well obviously there you go as he has to because he was the last guy who had the last big long substantial run yeah so yeah definitely definitely color me excited for this one i imagine there'll be good variants for this i never get good variants but i would totally want to get one from these
1: well if they follow the um how the other ones are, like the batman and superman and wonder woman ones have there should be one for every decade sweet so it should be I eight ha- eight all up or something
0: i might have to get all of them and put <laughs> them in like a what is it like a portrait case or something <laughs> also ramby and stephanie phillips are going to be writing stuff for it too nice. cool Ooh, and Jen Bartel is doing a two thousands cover, which is maybe one of my favorite eras. That's definitely when I really started getting into the character and reading it regularly. Ooh, boy! Ooh, Howard Porter's doing one too. Nice.
1: You're getting everyone involved. This is this is the year of Green Arrow. <laughs>
0: it's it's like the year of Luigi. It's the year of Green Arrow. Everyone, you Mate, can't take it back. It's fu- it's
1: funny as well. It's like the year of Green Arrow. Like we're coming. Like like he's not on TV anymore or anything like that, and now he's starting to sort of come back a little bit more.
0: Yeah you know what that means no more baggage no more tv show baggage (laughs) yeah yeah don't have to cater to that crowd anymore yeah even the costume they went with on the front is back to his classic uh Mm -hmm. thing there where he's got like the robin hood tights and everything they're not trying to make him look like the tv show guy anymore nope which i totally appreciate no one remembers felicity Tavia. (laughs) though seriously i would not be shocked if diggle showed up in this one because you know diggle did make the jump yeah
1: well they probably won't because he's going to be in superman and lois very soon
0: there you go ah and of course we're getting a tom taylor nicholas scott one too which will also be very nice mm-hmm. so yeah there you go the the year of green arrow continues unabated everyone <laughs> it's finally his year everyone it's about goddamn time <laughs> uh moving on from there uh we got an interesting bit here too about more special issues that are coming out from both marvel and dc they're both doing pride specials this year
1: they are yeah
0: which is very interesting to me because i remember i saw the marvel one first and i'm like yeah that makes a lot of sense because you know marvel has a lot of really prominent lgbt characters right now and then i'm like oh you think dc is gonna do it and then like a couple days later no we're doing one too guys because you really don't want to be the one who doesn't put out a pride special when your competition does <laughs> yeah cause then you look yeah. like the homophobe
1: yeah well dc did one what not last year the year before did or the they? year before that
0: Our, see I, I remember love is love the yeah thing they did to that's the, the one I, that's
1: the one i was thinking of yeah
0: okay and that was all the companies getting together but it was who okay. actually spearheaded it, oh right? nice Man, looking back on that, that fucking Love is Love book was huge, because that was all the comic companies together. Jason Eric did a Southern Bastard one in it. I Hate Fairyland was in it. DC and Marvel characters shared the same book for the first time, like, God, since those original crossovers back in the day. Yep. I mean, it was a very good cause. It's a shame they couldn't keep going with that. Like, (laughs) hey, guys, if you put out a book like this every month where everyone got together, (laughs) that'd be pretty cool uh i like to on the dc pride one we get to see alan scott there uh mm-hmm. very very proudly represented as he should be given yep. uh, uh, what is it the newest revelations absolutely yeah and also too harley and ivy are on the cover too because they officially made that canon this week
1: yeah it's about time they did
0: it's about damn time too and then we got Ray, renee montoy is the question who god it i'd like to see her show up in something again
1: <laughs> she was in the lowest book she was a second lead in that lowest book
0: that's right. i never it was of course because it's Raka. so yeah of course she'd be there yeah i never finished that one i should man very it'd good be cool if, it'd be cool if they gave her the backups again because i noticed that's a big thing in infinite frontier now characters have backup stories again
1: i mean they could
0: because again that's where the character started started as really good backup stories mm-hmm. but yeah so this is cool i'll i'll definitely want to be checking these both out because they put a lot of really great talent on both of these actually
1: yeah they they have
0: which really goes to tell you, man, there's a lot of really high caliber LGBT creators in the comic industry right now. Your Vita Ayela's, your Steve Orlandos, your uh, James Tynans, and everything. Mm-hmm. And people of all sorts of stripes, too. So it's really uh, Mariko Tamaki, obviously. I got yes. to mention the Canadian connection. So yes. there you go. But uh, yeah, we got both of those coming out. So yeah, definitely keep your eyes open for them. There's probably a character you like getting a focus in this. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt so what do we else we got going on after that uh ooh, here's a story that didn't blow up nearly as much as i thought it would because this is actually pretty huge but garth ennis and liam sharp are teaming up for a new batman black label book called reptilian
1: yes the the bat label is in full swing here
0: yes normally i would piss in mode about being like oh just what black label needs another batman book whoopity do but it's garth ennis though mm, okay yeah
1: and it seems to be um uh, i guess whatever the comic version of r-rated is
0: yes which you know garth ennis from all of his max work i mean the man basically helped write the book on r-rated comics
1: yeah and it's gonna it's gonna look great because liam sharp i just finished up his green lantern run and oh Mm. my god the work he did on that book it just it's just amazing
0: excellent teaming and uh, no apparently that's not killer croc on the cover it's another (laughs) reptilian villain who's going around killing and also cannibalizing batman's other villains and he has to deal with that yeah (laughs) yeah so i mean all right fair enough let's see what garth ennis has going on is it the the question is what kind of garth ennis are you gonna get are you gonna get (laughs) taken the piss garth ennis or actually gives a shit garth ennis because you can never tell who shows up to the party sometimes i
1: have to say given the the like structure of it all it, i'd say it's serious
0: maybe yeah because you think what was garth ennis's last dc work he did oh oh those tie-ins for death metal that he did with the bat baby and everything yeah. else that was him taking the piss yeah
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> to an epic level hey what if uh batman was a baby with a big well, see, that that's the thing
1: anything. that's the thing this that's this batman like it's gonna <laughs> be a baby fighting this cannibalistic lizard
0: <laughs> sure works for he, could, me. he could make it work <laughs> i'm down for it. also too, more horror and more monsters which as the chat is saying yeah. is always good absolutely
1: comics. absolutely
0: so yeah color me interested for this one yeah i'm amazed more people aren't talking about this why wasn't this bigger news
1: well it, it kind of dropped when did it i remember when it dropped i just trying to remember what news came out up between that it was something i think people were just getting so pissy about nfts and whatnot
0: yeah probably yeah nfts the whole conversation (laughs) can't (laughs) let it go too much going on but yeah i'm definitely excited for this one though i will also say with the caveat hey you know you can do black label books that aren't just batman right dc yeah that uh that other history of the dc universe is really fucking good mainly because it's not about batman but also because it doesn't feel like any other comic on the shelf right now
1: yeah that constantine book was really good
0: yeah it's nice when they do things that are different isn't that what black label was supposed to be about you can really see the difference too because what is it other history of the dc universe was like one of the first black label books they ever talked about doing
1: announced yeah and i it's only just on its second issue
0: yeah and it's just now on its me second meanwhile issue. we've
1: had how many batman books come out between so the announcement many. and yeah it
0: so many and it's like oh this feels really different this is written like a novel just with like accompanying artwork and everything oh yeah they were probably willing to take more chances and do more outside the box stuff until batman's penis ruined everything
1: yeah that was such a weird thing
0: remember that everyone i remember going to cons after and seeing the penis issue selling for like 500 bucks
1: yeah it sold for quite a fair bit
0: you know we can blame the penis issue too for restarting the speculator market in comics right now That's
1: true. Yeah, yeah. Because not long after that, you had the punchline and and everything. Everyone was buying up, um, yeah, virus, buying up old issues of that, and yeah.
0: When everyone thought Luke Fox was going to be the new Batman, there they bought up all of his first issues. Yep. Even now, in television, people are buying up old issues again as it related to WandaVision. They're buying up the old Englehart, uh mm-hmm. run that deeply inspired the show over on eBay and even some West Coast Avengers with uh, White Vision's first appearance.
1: Yep. It's
0: a hell of a thing which uh, it's funny i guess marvel finally caught wind of that because that was another thing from this week they're like oh you really like those books and you're buying them at like super high prices i guess we should reprint the engelhardt wandavision <laughs> miniseries i guess we should reprint these just, just cut, cutting stores. the
1: legs out of the the, the speculator market
0: <laughs> clearly they're like hey none of that money comes back to us motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we get ours we get paid out in these streets <laughs> <laughs> one way or another you you come for the king you better not miss motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah as space lore says too what about that other greg rucka book and that kelly sue deconic book from the original uh what is it black not label happening. Announcement. i guess not they're not which happening. is a shame because i would have liked to have seen what kelly sue deconics take on a darker black label what like wonder woman it was supposed to be
1: yeah it was like a history of like the amazons or something
0: yes yeah, something like that yeah
1: yeah, it, it look, might know. have been a bit too similar to um philip kennedy johnson's uh mm. that kingdom last kingdom book or something he was writing that, I, that just finished up recently for black label
0: right it also maybe didn't help too that you know uh, the wonder woman movie got moved around a bunch too so it probably couldn't come out to promote it which i'm sure is something they really wanted to do yeah so there's a problem Uh, all right then. So yeah, there's Batman Reptilian for you, everyone. I don't know what it's about, but I'm definitely interested.
1: Sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, from Batman, obviously we got to go to the next big guy on the totem pole there, and that is Spider-Man. Spider-Man's getting a brand new weekly series, Matt, from Nick Spencer, and it's called The Chameleon Conspiracy.
1: (laughs) Now, is this is different to that nonstop Spidey that started this this week? That was also Nick Spencer as well, wasn't it?
0: No, no, that was Joe Kelly oh okay then that was joe kelly coming back there which was a Ooh, big nice. I i have not read nonstop spider-man yet mainly because i'm like i got so much nick spencer stuff Ooh, and just, it, it, I really joe, a new joe kelly i
1: might read it i like joe kelly yeah,
0: well. as, as do i i know it was a big deal where it's like hey joe kelly's coming back and we're giving him his own spider-man piece uh but yeah so the chameleon conspiracy uh following up on i i guess seeds planted at the end of craven's last hunt the last uh-huh. big Weekly event where you know Craven was killed. No, he wasn't really killed. He kind of chose to die and then gave his mantle to his younger clone, who for (laughs) all intents and purposes is the real Craven. But this was Nick Spencer trying to go back and right some wrongs of the original Last Hunt and have that Craven suicide still remain canon. I get it. It was fan housekeeping. Like, look, (laughs) I I I get it. I would do the same thing. But yeah, because Chameleon is a what is it? Freaking Craven's brother. He swore revenge chameleon is also kind of the de facto villain for spider-man's sister who hasn't been in the book for a while but like chameleon killed her partner and he's been buying a bunch of old shield tech and everything to do something we don't know what but he's doing something Mm -hmm. i mean shit i'm fine with making chameleon a villain for a big uh what is it big uh event
1: yeah well i mean after all this uh setup and build up it better be (laughs)
0: yeah for real after everything they've been doing and also like is this stuff connected to kindred no actually this seems to actually be happening completely independent of kindred so far
1: yeah yeah i imagine it will all tie back in
0: like yeah the what is it the dick spencer story is spinning a lot of plates there's all the stuff related to kindred there's the stuff related to kingpin boomerang and the lifeline tablet which was actually the focus of this week's issue Mm -hmm. and then all the stuff with the sister and chameleon yeah which man, Nick Spencer's really getting a lot of freaking reps in in this series cause he has the main book, then he has like all the 0.5 side ones and now it's going weekly again with this. Yo,
1: God, weekly, Jesus.
0: Yeah, geez, he uh he's making damn sure that he is gonna leave his fucking mark on Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like no one no one could match Slot. Slot wrote the book for over a goddamn decade. Nick Spencer's like holding my beer. <laughs> I
1: can do it in like two years.
0: <laughs> I'll do it in two years, motherfucker. You wanna challenge me? Let's do this, man. <laughs> and i guess he's only writing spider-man he's not writing anything else so it's yeah. like a full-time job
1: yeah and, unless uh, unless they give him like another big event which i hope they do
0: as do i actually i very much do i mean i guess he's kind of getting to do it here yeah yeah i i would still like him to go back to what is it to the secret empire well where it's like come on man i know yeah. you had more to say i know come on you just had, like, a give us like a second
1: a sequel or something give us some more captain america hydra
0: you know what we need to do they need to bring back the you know what if they need to bring back the what if imprint again just for that story to be like okay what if secret empire what if i could have ended it the way i wanted to (laughs) the way he clearly clearly wanted to yeah because i'd like to have heard that story but yeah there's there's your new spider-man event coming up everyone there sooner than we think too yeah so there you go. Uh, what else was that? Yeah, that was all the news for this week. That was all the news that was fit to print. And I don't think anything big happened today that we need to talk about, did it?
1: No. Not that I've seen.
0: No, not that I've seen it. We always have a terrible habit of finishing the show. And then when we're done, like, oh, look what big news broke.
1: Yeah, but it usually breaks during the show. So you can't really yeah, do much. Enough.
0: Yeah, that's why we do it Sunday night. It's like, who drops stories Sunday night? <laughs> yeah,
1: everyone, apparently
0: everyone apparently uh i mean i guess what is it uh freaking what is it they sent out press copies uh for the snyder cut there so some journalists online have already had a chance yeah to and see
1: as it. as predicted whatever happens be it a marvel movie a dc movie any movie everyone always says when they get a press copy it's the best fucking mm-hmm. movie ever
0: well yeah because <laughs> they send it out the <laughs> they, get, they get
1: it early and they get to see something before everyone else sees it
0: I know that because i've been given press copies oh yeah yeah they, they hand shit to me because they're like hey joel we know you'll like this and <laughs> say good things about it which is what we want because it's part of fucking marketing Though <laughs> so the whole thing does also kind of like reek too of like what uh snyder did at fandom where it's like yes come and kiss my rings and tell no. me how good i am yeah <laughs> yes and i will send the copies to you and you alone mm-hmm that's fine i want to watch tom and jerry anyway
1: <laughs> well you can't you gotta watch yep. the snyder cut first
0: apparently you can't <laughs> yeah i guess that day is a coming where we'll have to actually sit down and watch it and talk about it yeah
1: sometime uh, maybe on the, over the weekend i don't know if i'm gonna get any time to watch it though
0: no i know that's a big commitment like hey four hours yeah, that's, to watch that's most thing. of a day yeah that's most of a day you gotta sit down and watch all of it <laughs> I, I don't hate watching movies at home though i know people are like oh you know, is this the death of the cinematic experience now i like being able to pause it and go and make popcorn and make a phone call and take a dump and everything <laughs> sometimes you need it
1: i like that there's going to be high res images like almost immediately so people can't say like oh you're making shit up it's like no i've mm. got receipts
0: <laughs> right here matt matt the receipt man <laughs> <laughs> uh and i suppose with that everyone we can hop into what we read this week and as matt said wasn't a huge week but uh we did get some pretty big books we did yeah where would you like to start this week matt
1: uh i'm actually gonna go look at my list and kind of remember remind myself
0: that's okay you do that and i'll read the chat oh yeah planet-sized x-men it's not just giant sized x-men anymore it's getting planet-sized which has led many people to believe oh shit is hickman actually doing that thing that marvel teased before in the what if we give the x-men their own fucking planet
1: oh that'd be great i i remember i said i said like just going off the name alone does that mean like the x-men are going to be turned planet-sized i don't (laughs) is this is this what is this krakow's final solution turning turning the x-men into giant planets
0: (laughs) giant (laughs) kaiju uh oh yeah they also said a wonder woman black and gold because that's the hot new thing now black and red black and blood you know these kind of more artsier books that's cool not really my thing but i mean if you like that i'm sure you'll totally dig it and also yeah black widow is still going to be in theaters they're still gung-ho about that and yeah i, I believe them they want that to be the big well, it's movie in,
1: it's in may and that's yeah. still like two two and a half months away that's more than enough time to get heaps of people more vaccinated and so rules could see. even get get laxer and everything
0: they could again some countries are doing better than others so they could probably do it in australia and new zealand oh, absolutely and, yeah you know, and yeah well our movie theaters good. have been
1: open for like the last like three or four months wow yeah
0: lucky there's just been nothing (laughs)
1: to fucking see
0: true enough and it's summer there too (laughs) oh it's cut yeah it was spring true enough yeah as it is here yeah actually i i gotta get a new air conditioner soon that's what i've been working on because like fuck me if i gotta stay inside all summer i better be cool (laughs) that's that's where i uh draw the fucking line (laughs) Hey, you know at disney you're a rich mega corporation you know what it should do buy a ticket to black widow and get a vaccine on your way in <laughs> that's how you get people out there that's yeah. how you get people in the theater the tickets
1: are a little bit more expensive but you get vaccinated
0: but you get back. you get both shots you get one and then at the end of the movie you get the other but you gotta stay through the whole thing <laughs> And then when you come out, you get the other vaccine. Man, now that's how you fucking, what is it? Make sure you have a box office smash. Here's the (laughs) life-saving vaccine, everybody. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) That was the best movie ever. I I mean, I wasn't paying attention. I was just so happy to be vaccinated.
1: (laughs) Everyone was breathing on everyone. It was great.
0: So good. You know, the day we can all finally breathe on each other, that's what we're all working for. just get our droplets all over the damn place uh Uh, did you get your comics up there i did
1: i did yeah uh i had uh let's start with children of the atom issue one
0: yes yes the long delayed book again as i mentioned before by vita ayala who they are actually going to also be uh writing the new static book yes yeah what'd you think of this one uh i we i know we had lots of theories going into this about what it could possibly be and so far all of our theories were wrong yeah well
1: so it's only for this first issue it could always change yeah um could. no i i really liked it i did think the issue was a little bit bloated though um but i did they did... have to
0: introduce a whole new team
1: yeah and and um but i did like uh what i saw i did like getting introduced to this team uh how they might be mutants might not be
0: yeah that's the big mystery is that you know why why didn't they come to krakoa why are they you know fighting crime in new york why are they so weird around other mutants and yeah at the end of the book why couldn't they go through the portal i
1: I saw i saw a a guy uh commented on my channel and i can't believe i never thought about that and it's like oh can they not go through these portal because they're inhuman
0: Mm, yes i think they the think, same guy- that they, oh, think they
1: think that they're mutants but they're not
0: man that would be such an interesting way to backdoor the inhumans back into existence to be like yeah actually they thought and they don't know and now the mutants like well what what the fuck do we do with these inhumans who are big x-men fans well
1: see you know, that, that could actually be really cool because there's also like there is that sinister side where like the x-men they don't say it but they really really want these children to be on their on their island and and to drink the kool-aid as per, per se uh, but these kids don't want to and it doesn't sit well with any of them
0: yeah because the mutants are like in a rush there would be like no we got to future proof our race and everything you know we mm-hmm. need we need more children we need more mutants if our society is ever going to make it so yeah of course they're super into you know five very virile young teen mutants <laughs> which i love too in their conversation where they're like well that's fine you know if they don't want to come to the island we can't force people to come to the island well unless they're omega level mutants and then you know we can definitely try and coerce them <laughs> <laughs> and also like the what is it the kid at school who like has all the anti-mutant propaganda it's like their medicine kills people and you know their companies are stealing human jobs and they're building an army it's like hey 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 only like maybe one out of those three things is true
1: <laughs> yeah he's kind of onto something <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then it's only like half true, but then it's like, oh, maybe who knows? <laughs> uh, also, too, their whole costumes and powers, they are literally straight up a cover band of the X-Men. Cyclops, Last, Marvel Boy, Cherub. Yep, yep. Daycrawler. Daycrawler, which a lot of people get did not get that at all in my comments. Really? Like, they're, yeah, they're like, they're ripoffs. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's the joke. They are a They mentioned band.
1: that in the comment they mentioned yeah, that these mutants are dressing up like the x-men they 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 yeah. uh uh like and everything
0: which again you know doing the costumes is one thing but how did they get the powers is the other thing because their powers are also very similar to it's like hmm yeah well, when, when
1: i saw buddy without uh her visor i'm thinking oh is like the visor the power can she That's does she like hide it can because is... i thought she was just like scott and just like oh so her eyes are just like she can't actually look and see people
0: is is carmen the mutant is it the costumes that are giving them their power is maybe one a mutant or one person with power and giving it to the others yeah so again it's a pretty interesting (coughs) little mystery there about where they could possibly go Uh, we don't know much about their home lives are they mr sinister pod people we don't know
1: yeah yeah oh that's like another thing they they, they're hidden from cerebro even the charles xavier can't find them
0: yeah 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 uh, what what was the other interesting thing there? Oh, that the there's a kid who comes back from their school and like he was sick. And, you know he was dying with something and it's heavily implied that you know his life was saved because of mutant medicine and mm-hmm. now he's come back bigger and stronger and i'm like ooh, have all these kids maybe had run in with mutant medicine is this like some unforeseen thing with these brand new uh, wonder drugs that it can actually like activate x genes
1: oh is this unseen to us but is do the Men's like oh we'll put it out into the human population and <laughs> mm, see if we see can like happens. make some people you know strengthen yeah, our I- ranks <laughs>
0: yeah activate some latent x genes oh man that would be some shit like you see beast and xavier talking about we couldn't do it we couldn't possibly do it maybe we could do it <laughs> oh beast <laughs> just would a-
1: love that beast would love it
0: yeah i know beast now is just so evil he's just like oh god i have such an evil boner for it <laughs> oh uh, yeah let's mess with a bunch of people's genetics <laughs> hey he did that and
1: that that, he did it in that south american fucking town
0: you really man that would be such a like line crossed you could never come back with that the x-men <laughs> are literally messing with other people's genes uh which you figure children of the atom yeah so like yeah there's something in there like yeah you weren't mutants but we manipulated your atoms and we now you made
1: are. you mutants we can make all humans mutants <laughs>
0: Oh man, yeah, and we will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, us. we will. So don't push it. <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's a lot of interesting mystery going on here. Uh, the the way I saw it, and I'm sure you did too, in the comments, is that there's really two types of people. There's people like us who are like oh this is cool and different from all the other x-men books oh look they're fighting crime and they're going to school and there's like love triangles and everything this feels like the old x-men we're not getting and then there's the other side i don't like these kids they're young and different (laughs) and probably uh what is it have different pronouns so i don't like that either i don't like anything and then they shit their pants
1: yeah yeah i got a few of them
0: yeah there seems to be two sides to this but uh yeah i mean if children of the atom seems like something you would like you're probably gonna like it
1: yeah it's definitely really good again it's it's this new reign of x uh under Mm -hmm. hickman where like all the books have been fantastic
0: absolutely can you believe now that they're literally we are back to the heydays of the 90s where it's like you can only you could be a person who only reads x-men books and you could still read comics every week
1: yeah yeah you could still read at least 10 comics every week (laughs)
0: it's shocking it really is and the fact that they are all of high quality is just beyond me
1: yeah yeah they, oh, they yeah, don't call Tev- jonathan hickman head of x for nothing
0: they do not oh yeah as tevi says this also connects to outlawed which i'm like oh yeah because briefly was yeah. Delayed, so this one still has to tie into outlawed a little bit
1: yeah it's briefly mentioned here by storm
0: yeah and we're getting more books too as the chat says yeah we're getting x corp and way of x soon x
1: corp should be interesting because it might even tie into this because that's about all the business side and medicine stuff
0: yeah which is again i love that these books are all different we've got like a freaking you know boardroom business thriller and a freaking you know book about mutant religion with nightcrawler yeah so fucking dope again there's literally an x-men book for every taste now yep it's going to be crazy when they eventually start making movies
1: <laughs> i have a lot of a lot of source material to draw from a lot of good source in, material
0: i know a lot of people are like oh and when they do movies they're going to do this i don't know if they jump right into this but it's definitely something they can have in their back pocket
1: i mean they could but i yeah i could see them do it a little bit down the line
0: i mean you gotta actually establish the x-men first before you do something like dawn of x reign of x where they're you know completely subverting everything we thought we knew about the x-men yeah and really, again, challenging their morality and challenging, you know, their place in the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And be like, you know, no no nation was built, you know, not on the skeletons of others. Mm-hmm. Which is a hell of a thing. Uh, ooh, interesting. Uh, Cy Spurrier, the writer of Way of X, said that each uh, law will get an issue to make more mutants law it will be an issue three, which is just titled Joy of X. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so that's the fucking issue, huh? That's the raw, raw dogging issue. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Nightcrawler, look, I have a mission for all of you. You need to go out to the club and a bees, and you just need to be scoring round the clock. <laughs> can you do it? Yes, yes, we can do it. <laughs> uh, hot damn. Uh, what other new book that we had this week? Oh, the other new number one we had this week was Joker. Yes joker number one which the title is actually quite misleading they say it's a joker story but as tyne has his show time and time again the best way to write a joker story is to not make it about him at all but make it about other people
1: yeah and this time they're making it about jim gordon who this is the first time back in the comics for yes. a while since that stupid ass secret six bullshit they, they they make a reference to that they make it yeah. known that he he kept out of Joker War just because he was so sick of this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. And yet they don't mention his time as Batman, which I thought is funny. <laughs> A
1: bit too far it's... removed, I think.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Well it's interesting because literally, again, we're seeing the effects of Infinite Frontier here, where it's like, okay, time was changed, everyone remembers everything and gordon ages like five years and he's gray haired again like he is for most of dc history before new 52 and and
1: as well they make a reference to that where like barbara wanted him to dye his hair so he'd look a little younger but he was still Mm -hmm. very very much an older man
0: yes and uh, yeah literally that's so much of this issue is that you know chickens are coming home to roost for gordon and his life he's not commissioner of police anymore he's staring down a retirement that he can't afford and he's still haunted you know by the horrors of the joker who he says you know is is his boogeyman is that one criminal who keeps him awake every night because of all the horrible stuff he's done to his family
1: yeah he wants to do he wants to do one last thing before he retires and he's trying to find out well, most of his issue is him trying to sort out what that is he doesn't want to be a private investigator with harvey bullock like harvey Which wants him to be yeah it's <laughs> a bit of a shame he doesn't want to be the new joker's are for nick nakano uh and yeah he's just trying to figure out what he wants to do with the rest of his life
0: It's very it's very western you know i i, I hung up my guns for the last time yeah. but i'm ready for one last ride
1: absolutely it's also
0: it's also very film noir detective too <laughs> In fact, there's like several bits there where he's just like walking through the streets and monologuing, and it's rainy and well, dirty. And, he's and like, that, that's
1: the thing: half the book isn't even got like text bubbles. It's all in like narration. Yeah. So it's like like a hard boiled detective where you Fair. get the narration.
0: Which he is. He's like, I, yeah. I don't recognize the city anymore. You know, uh little Santa prisca is holding up Bane as a hero. Hey, future state connection.
1: Yeah, and and, and he's the only one who doesn't suspect that Bane actually died
0: yeah really which is also cool and as we know from reading solicitations that ain't gonna happen mm-hmm. hell there were several bits here that felt like they were ripped right out from frank miller because you know when he's walking and seeing the joker kids robbing people i'm like oh it's like when the mutant kids were robbing people and it was bruce walking
1: yeah well even one of them has like a, a visor like yeah, the one Super of them mutant. has a v- yeah
0: there's a lot of very fun art moments there. Uh, I I will admit I have yet another problem with Infinite Frontiers. Everyone remembers everything thing because Jim goes on like a whole spiel where it's like oh, I know the Joker. He dogged me throughout my whole career. He hurt my daughter. Because killing joke is still maybe in or out of continuity. She was definitely crippled, but she got better, but just mm-hmm. slightly different. That is like he killed my son. I'm like, well, actually, James gordon Jr. technically killed himself, but I think you mean more figuratively. Yeah, that's he exactly
1: what he son. meant. That's that's what he, he used him as a weapon against his family, and it ended up yeah. him being killed.
0: Which he is referencing Black Mirror, which again, in continuity, out of continuity. This book says it's in continuity. Mm-hmm. And he says oh it cost me my marriage and i'm like mm, i think sarah essen cost you your marriage mentions the her jo- as well yeah and then the joker murdered sarah essen and i'm like okay okay so we're getting we're getting a lot of old gym stuff back
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: we're getting a lot of old gym stuff back that's gone through i'm like okay infinite frontier i see you you're picking and choosing the right things for jim all right
1: yeah and um yeah again they bring back a day as well um yeah. using that as the inciting incident across like my- all of these books which is really cool
0: i'm surprised i'm really surprised that a day is actually getting so much play in all of this yeah and and like any good detective story too gordon's life is changed when a mysterious woman has a job for him
1: yes and that job is to kill the joker
0: thank you uh danny yoli and uh yeah her her reasoning too is like look you know you're not a cop anymore so you don't need to hold yourself up to that same you know uh what is it, level of conduct as you did before and also will you ever actually be able to relax and enjoy your retirement whatever it might be if you don't kill the joker
1: yeah he'll still be haunting him because he's the evil that hangs over jim's head
0: yeah also i'll pay you too because shockingly being the only good cop in gotham city means you have a shitty retirement plan yeah
1: i'll pay you 25 million dollars
0: yeah plus expenses because again <laughs> classic detective movie
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so i'm like all right this is pretty interesting this is a pretty interesting start for all of this and uh yeah we only really see the joker at the end of this story and despite making a big deal about him having an eye patch, he doesn't have one
1: no he doesn't have it yet yeah does it, it didn't go with his his you know belize you know retirement outfit
0: <laughs> outfit Th- there's also too the big question hanging over this story as well did the joker actually commit a day because as we see in the main batman book it actually looks like simon saint and scarecrow were the ones puppeteering it
1: yeah why well, I, again i think it's one of those things that like joker is so like narcissistic he's he's more than willing to take the blame for it because it means people fear yeah. him more and that sort of stuff and uh, yeah again it, this could all just tie back into that is this I think James Tynan writing it, because he could tie this all back into the magistrate and everything.
0: I think he will, actually. I think that's yeah. the ultimate goal that Gordon will eventually unravel. The fact that, ah, oh, crap, the Joker actually wasn't involved in this. Yeah, because
1: they do make a mention that uh, Jeremiah Arkham and Jonathan Crane died at Arkham, but we know Jonathan Crane didn't.
0: Yes. Then again, that could be another twist and swerve. There is a new Scarecrow running around, but that's not Crane in the costume.
1: Well, I mean, Crane was in the Harley Quinn Future State book
0: ah shit yes he was so i guess he lives in the possible future yeah <laughs> so interestingly we did not see joker in any of the future state books so no. maybe he does not make it to future and he state. didn't get
1: get much of a mention either
0: no no he did not yeah
1: interesting
0: i'd That'd be, be actually pretty that. cool
1: if they actually kill him off for a little bit
0: yeah i mean they've done it before just be like no he's dead we're not gonna bring him back for a while he's off the fucking table <laughs> that
1: actually be really quite interesting especially under james tynan like what he could do with the character of batman after that his greatest enemy is dead now what happens yeah, now
0: yeah jo- jokerless book also too maybe they'll do more with punchline because punchline got the backup in this story mm-hmm. and it's a continuation of that punchline special issue her trial is coming up uh what is it freaking leslie Tompkins is the star witness the only witness who can put her away and back in jail but that's only if bluebird can help solve basically uh allison k's first murder which we saw in that joker 80th anniversary book yep so that's cool i like how that's all coming together
1: yeah and i like how they're playing with with her um her family as well in that book and how he yeah. uh they're being like basically coerced into joining like joker's or punchline legion yeah. sort of thing and corrupted and whatnot
0: she's got a big cult of personality going on and everything, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. Cause like the Joker had imitators, but he never had a cult of personality. No.
1: Yeah. That's what made she, well, they, I think we talked about that. Like she knows how to like use the internet to, yeah. to her, to her advantage where Joker didn't really
0: yeah where joker never cared also too it plays into this idea too where punch-on's like oh i have a message and you know i have followers and da 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 da, da and joker's like no i don't have a message i'm pure chaos yeah
1: if you don't understand me
0: <laughs> yeah and to imply that i have some sort of great message actually proves that you don't understand what i'm about you're a bad fan <laughs>
1: again perfectly encapsulating those we live in a society people
0: absolutely there it's like you know my only rule is that i have no rule <laughs> so yeah it's a, it's a hell of a thing uh what else was there this week uh oh uh we had a new superman
1: we did we got the first issue from uh philip johnson uh, philip kennedy johnson
0: yes with uh, phil hester doing the artwork which made this one feel incredibly retro to me
1: yeah i said that in my review it reminds me of like the the 2000s era joe kelly uh superman which was really fantastic and this issue was really fantastic
0: like, I literally had to do a double take on this book and be like, oh, is this an old book? Did I pick up the right
1: book? <laughs> oh, you picked up Superman Volume 3, not the not yeah, new no, volume. <laughs> Would,
0: wouldn't be the first time I've made that mistake. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this uh, this story is actually way more about John than it is about uh, Superman.
1: Again, picking up the the uh, threads left over in uh, and seen in Future State with him uh, we- becoming Superman and the weight that he feels from that.
0: Yes, doing, doing very good stuff with that. I think a lot of people agreed where it's like, look, it's no, it's no young John Kent, but I'm so glad someone is actually doing something yeah. with what this kid must be feeling at this point and being like, oh, you know, I lost all this time with my mother and father, and that's really sad. It was stolen from us. And also, as you mentioned, I have this horrible weight on my shoulders now to fill the role of superman and sooner rather than later
1: yes because as we learn in his travels with the legion he obviously got to see the history of superman and he learns that this is the moment that his father probably will die
0: yes that he'll die sooner rather than later now again i don't know if that's some sort of fake out thing there because clearly he is alive in future state he's just off doing other shit
1: yeah yeah again that's possible future could still be there but with some changes maybe um but yeah no but we do get to see like these monsters he fights that can actually hurt him uh with some radiation that nullifies his powers and of course amanda waller is involved in all of this
0: very interesting that she's taking such a such an interest in kryptonian biology and uh, the superman family in general as we saw in suicide squad again this has to be tied into that like her getting
1: like data to try and like sort out Superboy or something
0: it's very refreshing and very cool, and also like, oh yeah, if Waller wanted to be a villain, she could like fuck up everybody. The fact is she's been true neutral for so long. Yeah.
1: What do you what do you reckon is like the bet that like, oh she wanted to try and get like Superboy, uh, like Jonathan Kent on the Suicide Squad, but then realize, mm-hmm. oh no, he's got to be the Superman of this world. We right, need to get right. the yellow one.
0: Yeah, definitely something there. Or she's just trying to be like, hmm, how could I control Connor if he gets out of control? Yeah, yeah okay this radiation hurts them good i don't always need kryptonite in my back pocket
1: yeah yeah and um, yeah it was just such a good issue especially that t- where like clark was trying to like kind of bond with his son over mm-hmm. like oh let's play that game you made up when you were a kid and john can't like uh really focus on that because he knows what's going to happen with his father and everything and it's not he's so far removed from that because of how the future and time works yeah 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 i, I kind of like that he's he's more of an he's more of a uh, person out of time than he was before
0: absolutely and they make it very relatable too because they mention this concept of the golden age which hey it's mm-hmm. not just for comics no say you know the, the golden age that time in your life when your parents seem like superheroes they seem invincible but then you know one day that illusion gets shattered and you know you kind of come crashing down and it's like oh he's feeling that on a super level because his dad actually is a bulletproof yeah. superhero <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's great that uh, we uh, it's great that this is the first story off the rank as well for, for this book as well uh because this is one that needed to be told
0: yeah comes out swinging in a really interesting way and it's like okay if you're not going to give me my super son back i appreciate that you're actually telling a compelling story about a super young adult <laughs> absolutely i appreciate that and also yeah philip kennedy johnson all right man i i I see you i see you superman i see you
1: it's pretty good and he's he's getting both of those books i'm intrigued to see and i think this golden age story is going through both of them
0: which is also cool give you a reason to pick up both superman books yeah
1: it's very cool The the backup of it was really great as well
0: oh yeah we get a bibbo and jimmy centric story yeah and again
1: it's all it's tied into like the united planets and everything
0: hmm shocking yeah
1: yeah, because um uh the united planets obviously knows earth now exists which means uh metropolis in general because of superman and superboy gets more focus than any other planet any other city mm-hmm. so Bibo has chosen to write like a story about like the the average joe and he's he's there's no more average joe than Bibo babowski Indeed. A- and of course he doesn't think he's right for this because he's, he's as he says in the book he's the one who never gets the girl and never <laughs> wins the day and everything and yeah these these two like villains are like coming after him and like toying with him dead dead wave and Projectorus. Mm.
0: are they old or new
1: i haven't heard of them or if uh-huh. i have i can't exactly remember them i am just gonna assume they're new
0: there you go good designs
1: yeah yeah i like them
0: yeah i i, I like that more of these books are having backups that's uh mm-hmm. that's a strong uh strong use of the page real estate. absolutely yeah uh what else was this week uh oh i had spider-man this week
1: oh tell me what's happening in that
0: uh he gets a new costume yes and everyone that, that feels very strongly about it
1: that new ugly costume yes
0: here's the thing it's supposed to be ugly yeah the, the the joke is is that peter is hard up for money again because he's trying to take care of that new alien pet
1: it's like a cheap cheap knockoff costume sort of thing
0: Uh, no actually so remember threats and menaces that kind of buzzfeed tia what is it tmz company Mm -hmm. that jonah started working for yep well they tried to ink a big deal big money deal with peter and spider-man where they're like look let us put cameras in your mask so people can like sign up for the spider-man experience and like swing (laughs) around as you make the news
1: the 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 spider fans account
0: literally a, yeah a spider only account is what it is and peter's like that's fucking stupid he's like look at the check oh, okay i'll do it <laughs> this could literally solve all my money problems and it's like well wait wouldn't that be like terrible for him you know what if it accidentally reveals his secret identity it won't because there's a delay that's actually being monitored by j jonah jameson who knows his Uh, identity is actually out there protecting yeah what an interesting inverse for that character i tried to unmask you for all your teen years and now i'm the only thing standing between your secret identity getting out again
1: ah that's awesome
0: And they write some other shit in there where it's like, oh, the suit makes him a little stronger and it helps amplify his spider sense and da-da-da-da. It's not really important. Yeah, okay. The funny thing about it is that he's got an overlay, so it literally turns his costume into Twitch. Where it's like, oh, people just donated. They want you to say this quip. Say this quip, (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. And he's like, oh my god, I've become Screwball now. This is the worst. I hate this. But (laughs) it's so much money. (laughs) but it's so much money you guys i need it i got an alien (laughs) pet girlfriend i want to propose to (laughs) and i'm like look this is basically just an evolution of spider-man and the spider mobile
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) i just need the money uh that's the a story the b story actually involves uh kingpin and boomerang again okay because Kingpin wants the Lifeline tablet, and he's gotten all the gang lords of New York together and being like, look, you do this for me, I will literally give you a get-out-of-jail-free card. Okay. So the mayor's office will not fuck with you if you get this one thing for me. Even though this scene kind of contradicts what's going on in Daredevil currently, because the owl and Hammerhead are there, and they're treating mm-hmm. each other a way they shouldn't be, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, So that's their thing, and he's like, okay, look, the problem is, is that you know we want to go after boomerang he's the weak link ah but he's friends with spider-man and he has that alien now fuck what are we gonna do (laughs) and kingpin's like don't worry i worked out a plan so he hires the old superior foes Mm -hmm. to go rob a bank because they yeah because they hate boomerang and they want to what is it get revenge on him so that's all to distract spider-man well bullseye goes to assassinate their new alien pet
1: oh nice
0: (laughs) and i'm like oh wow so many stories are coming back together here this is awesome And i love that we just straight up like yep that's the superior foes all right <laughs> awesome
1: well so i gotta catch it's... up on that i'm like three or four ish behind
0: <laughs> it's here's the thing these last couple issues read really well together
1: yeah i've got them like stacked i've just got to get around to doing them
0: and this is all gonna lead to a big kingpin special issue as well so this is all a big story arc
1: nice nice
0: which i'm down for because again it's i think nick spencer playing to his greatest strength the weird off-kilter like supervillains. yeah yeah yeah
1: he was he was great in superior foes
0: absolutely and this is basically just the sequel to that nice uh what else did you have matt
1: uh i had wonder woman issue 770
0: oh yes i picked this up but didn't read it how uh, how did diana's uh norse adventures go it's it,
1: it, it's great it's great it nice. picks up after her um uh infinite frontier appearance and she's she's just dropped into the middle of asgard no memory of who she is she's got like a sort of asgardian sort of look to wear a wonder woman costume now big fur coat and whatnot she's just dropped in the middle of a battle where she meets siegfried and she learns that uh she's basically in valhalla Ah. and um every night they battle and then when they die they get reborn and she gets reborn into like the mead houses and stuff but there is something, whenever she gets reborn, there's like a voice that's able to contact her and it tells her, like, she's not meant to be here. She doesn't belong in this pantheon of, of, of gods or anything. And they're trying to get her out. And we don't know who that person is. Um, mm. And they're trying to remind her of who she is because she can only remember her name and maybe she might have been able to fly and be invulnerable.
0: <laughs> oh, she, shit. Yeah,
1: because she's not invulnerable anymore. She doesn't have any of her powers. Which is really interesting. really quite interesting because it makes her have to kind of take notice in what happens in a battle now. Because where before she'd be like, oh, someone's coming up behind me, I'll just let them hit them and break their weapon on me. No, that, that, that person's actually going to decapitate her now. Hmm. So she has to kind of think about that and um yeah she makes friends with this guy siegfried who's also a warrior and um he gives her a, a, uh, a magic sword because they all have as he says only thor was only allowed like a god weapon in Valhalla, but now literally everyone has one so that's <laughs> a hot her. new accessory yeah yeah we actually get to see thor as well
0: oh really the, yeah. the dc version of thor yes. who is a redhead
1: yes yeah, who you know, we don't really get to see all that much
0: no people forget there is a dc thor and he is redheaded as is the traditional mythology version
1: yeah and uh the whole inciting incident is that she meets up with ratatosk this little uh uh chipmunk creature and it takes her to oh, y- yggdrasil
0: who climbs the tree of the yggdrasil who is also in the thor book from yeah Marvel now. god of chaos yeah
1: yeah um and the the tree uh the world tree is sick and um it's the nice. the ratatosk wants help trying to fix it and diana will give her help if the woman if the chipmunk helps her find her friend siegfried who goes missing out on the battlefield because the valkyries are disappearing and you need a valkyrie to take you from the battlefield to the mead hall so you can regenerate and uh, we find out that he gets he gets trapped on the battlefield because all the valkyries have gone missing so he's stuck out in this like uh like smoky death field uh battlefield forever basically and wonder woman has to save him
0: i, I like this wonder woman cosmic joyrider just going yeah. around to all these different places she's a slider basically is what she is hoping mm-hmm. every leap will be the leap home.
1: <laughs> yep yep
0: god is she gonna go to ancient japan next she's gonna be a pirate next we're just oh, gonna drop cool. wonder woman in different scenarios hey that'd be
1: cool i'd like that <laughs>
0: i'm not yeah i have no problem with that i'm sure everyone would actually eat that the fuck up i'm sure yeah. that could become like a it's, legendary run it's
1: finally a a a new start to a wonder woman book that isn't an origin
0: yes which is very good yeah yes as the chat says she's kratos yeah basically she's fucking kratos yeah, now. yeah. And, her, and
1: her costume makes her look like sif
0: i know i'm just like wow <laughs> sif over in another universe she stole my look <laughs> And lady stole my damn look. Uh, what else was this week? Uh, oh, Batman: Urban Legends, the first of what will be like several new Batman anthologies.
1: Yes, the the one of many
0: yes we get a handful of stories in here all of differing lengths some very short and some so long like the grifter one i have to believe this this was supposed to be another fucking book at one point they're just like put it in the anthology
1: grifter one uh since it seems to match up with like what was happening in Tynan's book and future state feels like Mm. like it was meant to be part of future state like this is what happened before sort of thing yes yeah.
0: Yes, absolutely, 100%. Uh, I-, I guess we'll start with the main one that was Chip Zdarsky's big uh, attempt at a Red Hood story.
1: Yeah, and it worked pretty well.
0: Yeah, this is pretty good. Though I will admit part of me is like, God damn, can we real really only tell the two same stories over and over again with Jason? Either he's working with the Bat family and it's good, or he did a bad, bad thing. He's a killer. Person. Yeah. Yeah. And how can you know Batman ever accept him? Da 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 da. da. I'm like, Haven't we done this a hundred times?
1: <laughs> well that that should just show you people the depth of the character in that there isn't much there. <laughs>
0: or at least again you know my thing is like man zadarski you've reinvented the wheel over a daredevil so hard i was really expecting you to reinvent the wheel over here not to say it's a bad story it's a very good version of a story we've heard a hundred times before it's just a story we've heard a hundred times before uh yeah.
1: again like he could do something in the next part of the story on something like that He could.
0: also too we're dealing with like a hallucinogenic drug so it's like maybe he didn't even really kill that person he just imagined he did mm-hmm because they were all throwing drugs at him yeah the the hot new street drug cheer uh cheer drop which it took me like half the book to be like cheer drop teardrop okay it's a pun yeah it's a pun it's a pun joke also maybe possibly the scarecrow behind that too yeah maybe which is interesting i'm like wow they're really giving the scarecrow (coughs) the fucking promotion aren't they that he's the big bad of two books
1: it's about time
0: i guess so but, uh, yeah, that's that's that book. There's some interesting flashbacks, and I think we can both agree the best bit is Jason actually trying to help a kid whose mother OD'd because in the new 52, his mother OD'd, and that's mm-hmm. still very much canon. Yep. And I guess it has to be canon because if Jason suddenly remembers, wait a minute, my mom got blown up by the same bomb I did when the Joker was the Shah of Iran. <laughs> Why does no one remember that anymore? <laughs> Oh, because it's kind of stupid, actually. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, that bugged me for so many years. Where it's like, Jason, you know your mom died in that explosion too, right? And she sold you out, like, minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to think about it. I like to think of it better that she OD'd. <laughs> it's better for me.
1: She died before the bomb went off.
0: <laughs> there you go. She was dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was fucking dark. Uh, we got a Harley and Ivy story, which, again, is basically just reconfirming a lot of other stuff you know harley wants to be good goes back to an old hideout she shared with ivy uh we get a flashback to her old costume which is nice Mm -hmm. i really appreciated that and uh, she finds one of her plants and she's like oh you know i'll I'll hold on to this plant until you're back again which is kind of interesting because it's like hey wait a minute aren't they toying around with the idea of making ivy a villain again for that queen ivy thing well does that mean when she comes back and is a villain again it's going to be more of a harley story
1: i guess so yeah because like that plant was in not last issue of batman the issue before or the issue straight after joker war yeah 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 i don't know maybe
0: yeah maybe maybe they're going to
1: tell it from a point of view where it's like what what will these other characters think now that she's gone back as a villain yeah
0: yeah I mean, I appreciate it where it's like, yeah, look, if, you know, you're trying to move Harley into a more heroic direction and if you're having her live in Gotham and basically be a supporting character in the Batman book, eventually there will come a time when she has to fight a villain and why not be a woman that she very much loves and who kisses canonically for the first time in this. Yes. That's a very big deal. It's not an Elseworld. It's not an excellent cartoon. It's actually a hard, factual incontinuity. <laughs> so there you go everyone now now people can stop arguing about that it finally happened and again i think it happened too mainly because of the strength of the cartoon show actually yeah yeah they're like oh people like that people like it a lot we're getting written up all over the place and saying that it's good well why haven't we done it here yet
1: between that and injustice as well uh, how well injustice handed it
0: absolutely uh we got a little outsider story that mentions metamorpho it's the mm-hmm. shortest one though i do like the idea where it's like oh they're getting the band back together they're getting the original outsiders team together
1: again feels more like sort of the stuff that was in uh future state
0: yeah they lost duke though along the way
1: mm-hmm. yeah well they might get him back
0: and yeah, they might get him back i'm an outsider for life now oh <laughs> but you could have hey, been so much. can you come back
1: with your sword and stand
0: yeah oh my yes please can you be cool (laughs) anime duke now (laughs) forever and ever (laughs) and maybe he'll go train at titans academy or something maybe i actually had a really great pitch on elseworlds exchange saying you know that there's enough young characters of color now where you could literally do an entire black team of teen titans
1: yeah you could
0: if you wanted i'm like hey you know get like Brandon thomas to write that there you go (laughs) yeah i mean i know he's gonna be busy right in the milestone stuff but still why not uh was that all the stories? oh yeah there was a grifter one which the only thing that i found particularly interesting about grifter is that they brought mrs freeze back and instantly killed her
1: yeah i i saw them oh hey it was really funny because i think it was last week or the week before i was actually thinking about her and i was like whatever happened to her like she just kind of like mm-hmm. got away and no one's like done anything with her and like, oh they they killed her
0: wow way to just be like <laughs> no we are done with this character this character had a shelf life of one (laughs) also too i'm pretty sure like mr freeze is still like in a cryo tube somewhere so when he gets out he's probably gonna be pretty pissed
1: pretty again making him a villain again because he wasn't really wasn't a villain in that tomasi run
0: no although we actually see in grifter's flashback he was fighting mr freeze even back then okay so that's interesting
1: yeah i wonder how they're gonna like compile these like grifter stuff with with this with second son um stuff in like the main batman book and like future state and everything it it all seems to be working pretty well so far
0: here's the question are they getting grifter over as a character do people care more about grifter (laughs) now that he's in more things
1: hey it was pretty cool in that future state stuff
0: yeah it was alright. i guess (laughs) i just there's just something about grifter it's so like, 90s
1: is... it's, it's the look he, and everything about him
0: he's, he's so 90s but it even runs a little deeper than that where i'm like okay so what was his original power oh it was like they live he could see he could Damon see items. aliens
1: yeah and that was a whole thing in like future's end but they never yes. went anywhere
0: yeah where it's like oh he can see people from alternate earths oh that's a good ability for this story and maybe nothing else what does he do now um he guns good yeah, he guns shoots really. people well it seems like there's a hundred characters that can do that in fact he even mentions that in this story it's like i'm the best at what i do well unless we're talking about deathstroke or deadshot even that's <laughs> where so i'm like christ someone admitted deadshot was better than them holy shit yeah I, I i
1: are they trying to make him into like the deadpool
0: of dc yeah is he gonna be like ultra self-referential he did have a very deadpool moment when batman was beating him up and he's like yeah. i know your secret identity nah nah i don't i'm just fucking around with you but you believed it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah is is grifter supposed to be funny i don't i don't get him i really don't
1: it's 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 very strange yeah
0: and again i love matthew rosenberg matthew rosenberg is fucking trying here i just don't think there's enough in grifter but dc (laughs) very clearly sees a big potential big spin-off potential
1: i reckon they they need to have like an issue that actually solely focuses on him because they haven't done that yet they've always just like paired him with someone and like and like he's just been part of a larger story so they probably need something just to like reiterate or like reinvent what he is sort of
0: also like isn't grifter more of a team character for like wildcats Mm -hmm. team seven why don't you just bring those back if you're so interested in him yeah Why, why have you singled him out specifically to be the guy that will get the promotion i don't know i don't know it's all very i would love to one day like you know if i ever see matthew rosenberg at a bar like get them all liquored up and be like okay so why why do they care so much (laughs) also yeah as the chat said why not give it to midnighter they did try and give the exposure to midnighter for a little bit there and then they stopped but you're right if they're ever gonna take a stab at anyone else again why not Midnighter? (laughs) well
1: midnighter has got some backups coming up
0: indeed he does so that's pretty good yeah uh but um but um but um how many more books did i have uh i had one more i had daredevil from this week how many more did you have i had one more as well okay how about you go first
1: uh i had eternals issue three.
0: Oh shit yeah that's still going on i forgot about that
1: yeah more murder mystery stuff and uh I... we get more more eternals introduced this issue in thena uh who's meant to be athena Yeah. um sure. uh the the eternal who actually lives with the deviants and actually wants to instead of killing them help them Mm. Um, and we learn that she becomes a prime suspect because the other humans like Cersei and Sprite and Icarus and all that have uh, video footage of her uh, talking with Zoras about going and living with the um, the Deviants on their city, Lemuria, Lumer- at the bottom of the ocean. Um, and her basically saying that she wished he was dead. And then hours later, he ended up dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like yeah, funny how that you, happens you, you could have done this you could have done this um, meanwhile icarus is helping the in the first issue he got like that glimpse of that child he tracked that child down and he's been looking after uh the child just like standing outside his window and like i'm just here mm-hmm. to protect you and it's drawing like crowds and whatnot because <laughs> there's this weird floating man and um <laughs> it's actually quite good because they the, the family actually make a pretty good point when they when they finally get him to bring come inside after there's like a random hail like violent hailstorm that almost kills a bunch of people and they're like what is it about our son that that like attracts this and and icarus doesn't know and it's like well then by that logic maybe it's you who's doing this because if there's a human superhuman person that you knew uh attracts you know someone to challenge them kind of like that vision vision um reference in civil war if there's, yeah, yeah. if there's an equal power someone will actually challenge them and it's like maybe it's you who's doing this and there's nothing wrong with our son or anything and it's just you mm. being here is drawing all of this to our family interesting yeah and um on top of that we get more stuff with athena and sort of her backstory and about how she always uh as we learn she loves from the heart not you not. you like what Allah in uh, eternals do which is they love right. but they don't they they have that disconnect mm. whereas she doesn't and it gets it gets her in trouble and makes people uh take advantage of her mainly deviants who she had one deviant lover who like was trying to frankenstein his way to like immortality <laughs> and he ends up trying to like use her to like uh bring about all these dead deviants and make zombies and sort of stuff It's pretty, pretty awesome dark yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah right
1: on yeah so it's a pretty good issue and then at the end of the issue we find out that uh Droob's, uh sect of people at Polaria all ended up getting murdered and that causes him to become the actual ruler of Polaria, and it makes him look like he's a suspect as well like because he's the only one left alive so he's suddenly the only one left alive so we don't know who the hell is like fucking with the, the uh the eternals yet but yeah
0: i'll have to check that out when it's all collected that does sound interesting but it also sounds like a story that might drive me crazy because it's a mystery
1: it, yeah it, it's like oh, just reveal who it is just because it, it's not thanos is thanos was a part of it it's mm. someone else
0: well that's fun to have thanos be a part but not actually be the big bad for once yeah yeah uh so yeah i, I had one more this week and i'll talk about it very briefly that was daredevil number 28 yes this is the fallout to King in Black, actually, which it just blows my fucking mind that a tie-in could actually be this good and then actually <laughs> deal with the fallout of that story. <laughs> and again, this is an issue big on themes. It's about loss and finding balance and rebuilding. And we see it through the eyes of Matt, who is still in jail, Fisk, who is, you know, visiting Typhoid Mary in the hospital after mm-hmm. she almost died because a symbiote took over her. Mm-hmm. And uh Electra the new daredevil who actually took in a, like, teenager who her mom turned into a symbiote and tried to kill her. Yeah, yeah. And we see it through their eyes, and it is just shocking and, like, almost awe-inspiring, the places they go with this story. So, like, you know, Matt's in prison, and he can't make any friends because he's a hero, and everyone hates him, obviously. And, in fact, they think he's even crazier because he had the chance to escape, and he didn't take it. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he eventually gets called into, like, the prison psychologist who, like, wants him to come visit every two weeks now. I was like, what? I'm not crazy. I'm fine. He's like, you strapped yourself into an electric chair to try and kill an alien. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that does sound kind of crazy. Just a little, she also, bit. <laughs> just a little bit. She also lays into him too. It's like what what are you trying to accomplish here, Mr. Daredevil? You're clearly an educated man, a man of means. Why did you willingly send yourself to prison? Are you on some kind of inequality tour? Are you trying to like make some sort of point here? <laughs> And he's like, well, right and wrong and heroism and like, okay, when you put it that way, I sound stupid. But where she really gets him is like, hey, have you ever stopped to consider the place that you and other heroes play in the prison industrial complex? You know how many people you have sent to my jail who had mental problems and you know like health problems that I had to end up uh, fixing? And he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was not, I was not getting ready to have this done to me today. <laughs> All right. I'll see you every two weeks then. <laughs> so yeah, a superhero is actually going to start getting therapy.
1: Oh, uh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. And maybe come out the other side more, uh, hopefully more no one
1: kills them while they're at this.
0: You can, you can only hope so. Right. Well, actually that's what Kingpin wants to do next. He's <laughs> like, man, you know, uh, freaking typhoid Mary really, you know, tore a strip out of me for not having any balance in my life. You know, I can't be you know all kingpin and i can't be all mayor i need to find a happy minimum (laughs) between the two and i find that happy minimum by killing daredevil (laughs) (laughs) which is what i should have done from the beginning because that guy is always there whenever something goes wrong for me you know it's his fault and matt (laughs) actually does get poisoned at the end of the issue he's like oh no i'm poisoned
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's what he says as he eats his pudding yeah
0: yeah literally oh no but just keep but he keeps eating it yeah he, he makes one prison friend in marcus and then after that he eats his pudding and he's like marcus i'm poisoned. <laughs> i know super senses the best one the one who steals the issue that was is electra because she's like taken in a ward now who like had her mother murdered in front of her mm-hmm. and she's like oh god you know i'm just feeling so many things i just i just you know need to get it out and electra's like no no I, I don't do that no <laughs> no no emotions no sadness <laughs> you 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 deal with that you deal with your grief and i tell you what when you get to anger you join me in the gym i can work with anger <laughs> <laughs> i just love that where Elector's like i'm gonna be a hero now i'm gonna show all the good that i can do so will wanna help me destroy the hand also being like yeah okay i'm still actually a little bit of a sociopath
1: yeah just a little bit
0: <laughs> i i do kill people for money and i am like an emotional cripple and everything but maybe <laughs> by adopting this kid i will come out of it at some point <laughs> but yeah just man Zadarski in this series is just he's just on another fucking level <laughs> like he just makes it look so simple yeah and like he says and does stuff where it's like fuck how has this not been done a hundred times before
1: i know right like it's such simple things that you would think would have been like done like 20 years ago
0: yeah and again also too, sending daredevil to prison that's not a new idea that's been done a bunch but he makes it feel new yeah yeah, the chat is actually right there. Daredevil, check your privilege <laughs> is literally the name of this story where Daredevil is being forced to, like, check his privilege, which really, I guess, the whole series has been about that, too, where it's like he killed that guy accidentally at the beginning because he was whacked out on painkillers mm-hmm. and he kept wanting to find other heroes to punish him. And they're like, no, nah, man, we all make mistakes. It's, it's all cool. And he's like, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> that's not what i want to hear and only spider-man would tell him that it was wrong but like he went too far with it yeah just like just shockingly good exploration of this character and again i i I would say it before i'll say it a million times maybe the most adult and grown-up superhero comic out there right now absolutely yeah like the shit they're dealing with is just again it's 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 next level i can't say enough nice things about it Mm -hmm. and uh yeah that's everything i had this week awesome yeah, so uh, I guess we're going to start winding the show down then. Yes. All right. So, thank you everyone for coming out and hanging out at our regularly scheduled time, whatever that time is now. I know mm-hmm. with Daylight Savings, I promise next week we'll figure it out, maybe, possibly. <laughs> once i get all my machines up today but uh yeah as always we appreciate uh you coming out and watching us and spending your sunday nights with us i'm sure it adds a nice bit of continuity as always we're thankful to all the patrons who for as little as a dollar a month uh you know managed to keep this ship running and you know scooting along there and allow me to pay matt and do everything else we do especially now more than ever absolutely it's incredibly appreciated so yeah thank you so much everyone for coming out. We will be back again next week same comic multiverse time, same comic multiverse place. Bye-bye. Bye.